0: Welcome, everyone, to our O'avet Torah Har Lavanon, Shi'ur. Today's Shi'ur is um, is beginning on the uh Zayin Amur Bet. Ayn Zayin Amud Today's Shi'ur is will begin on... I enzyme as follows. One second.
1: Says you and as follows.
0: Close the Yakov. Invite Al Kutani, can a person carry out in order to be Kayab Korban up to how much honey? In prison, not Kayab. In order to put on a katit. Now, a katit is a sore. People would have a sore, and on top of the sore, you'd be, uh, you, you would put on the sore a um, honey, and that would... Uh, that the mount is enough to put on the head of the sword. So it seems like a sword is an uplifted, let's say, blister, okay? So some people would put it only on the top of the blister. Let's say, have a, let's say it's a wart or something of some sort. So either you put it on the top or you also put it around the sides. Now, if you're putting it on the top only, that's less honey than to put it on the whole outside of the sore. Is it just the top, the head, or is it on the whole sore? That's the question. So the Brita is saying over here, to put it on the top of the sword, the head of the sword. Welcome, Carl. How are you, Rabbi? Thank you. Rabbi Ashi asked a question. I'm so Rabbi Ashi wants to know, when we say al-akati, just mute everyone. Okay said something's making noise here. Everyone's muted, right? Wait a second. How could we be having too much noise?
1: Arabic connection's a little bad on All your right. end.
0: Okay. Oh that's what it is, the connection's bad. Could you hear me now?
1: Yeah. No. No good? Oh, it's getting better. Can you hear yeah.
0: me? Yeah. Yeah. Good to go. Okay. Right, kind of. Maybe I'll move to the other room. Let me see if there's a better connection to the other room. What? Huh? Every- everyone's freezing, so i gonna probably meet my computer. Give me a second. I'm going to go to the other room.
1: Mm-hmm. but it got better. Maybe just change the angle.
0: Yeah? Is that better? Perhaps.
1: Yeah, I'm good now.
0: Oh, okay, let's try again. I'll come out of this. Part. Let me pause for a second. Hold on. Is it to put a uh, on the puma of of the whole katit, or dilma or maybe a only on the highest point of the katit, yani the tip, excluding the slope of the sore where you don't have to put the honey. So if you say the whole sore, the whole sore, it's more honey. You only have with more honey. The stricter one is that the shiur of honey is to put on the tip of the sword. Tiku the we don't have the answer to the question. And therefore, L'chumna. Says Gemara, Amar B'Yehuda, Amar Rav. Kol ma'ashibala Kadosh Everything Hashem created in the world There's nothing that doesn't have a reason for it. Because once we mentioned over here that honey, is good for sores, we're going to mention other things and what they're good for. Bara shavlul lekatit. He created slugs to be good for sores. Slugs are healthy. You put it on the sore, it makes it better. Bara he created flies, for a wasp that takes care of a wasp. A fly will take care of the sting of a wasp. Yitush, a gnat, a nahash, it takes care of a snake bite. Vinahash nahash and snakes, l'chavit, works for boils. la l'akrav, and spiders have cures for scorpions. Now the like Gmar says, Hechi how do snakes help anything? Ma'itit chada akuma vechada you bring a black snake and a white snake, and cook them together, and take the cooked mixture, and you mix it on your boil, and it'll take away the boil. There you go. Don't try this at home, folks, unless you know what you're doing. We learned it in the bright There are five types of scary fears, or scary things, where the weaker one is scared of the strong one. And what are they? The Ari is scared of a Mifka. Mifka is a certain type of animal according to Ben that has claws, and it could grab onto the top, it jumps on the back of a lion, and it could crush the skull of the lion, and the lion tries to get off, but he can't. The Chai says that they had those things in his days. Okay? emat Yitush al the elephant being scared of, of a fly. Emat Smamit the fear of a spider on a scorpion. Emat Sinunit al the fear of a heron on an eagle. And the, the Leviathan, which is a huge, um, huge fish, being scared of a Kelbit. Amaybihud Amarav. Maikra, what Pasuk mentions this? League <laughs> showed Al-Oz. That, the, that the Hashem makes the weak one win over the strong one. Okay he was standing at his palmo's house. He saw that he was in a, he was in a good mood, in a, in a joking mood. He could ask him about anything in the world, and I'll tell him. I guess usually you ask him when you see Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda is busy talking about Tyra. And if you have a question about Torah, you can ask him. But if you catch him in a good mood, you can ask him about anything in the world. And like many rabbis, you can ask them a lot of different things about the world, and they know everything. So you use the opportunity to ask him a lot of questions about the world. And the Gemara will go through these questions now. Very, very interesting what's going on here. Says the Gemara. Amalei, sir, Zahir tells Rehuda, My time is easy. When you have a flock with goat and sheep, it's always that the goats go first and the sheep go second. Why shouldn't the sheep go first? Why do the sheep always follow the goats? Two different species. Why does one follow the other? Amalay, Shubhuda tells him, Usually Hashem created dark first and then light. And therefore the goats which are dark, right they walk before the light coloured sheep, because the sheep are usually white, their skins, their, their wool is white, and the, the goats are dark, so Hashem makes the dark go before the light. There was there, yes. How come the back the tails of the sheep are co- are covered? Uh, the, the private parts of a sheep are covered with flesh but the private uh, parts of a goat are exposed. How come? So he says, The the sheep that we use their wool to cover ourselves, therefore their private parts are covered. And the goats, we don't use their, their hair for anything, and therefore their private parts are exposed. My time gamla zutar How come camels have small tails? Well, why do camels have big tails? Okay. Because camels eat thorns. And if, you eat, if they had a long tail, the tail would get caught in the thorns and be a problem. Since they eat thorns, they always go in the desert and they're often around thorns. Therefore, the camels have to have short tails. Long tail would just get in the way. So says, Why does an ox have a longer tail? Why does an ox doesn't have a, a short tail? Because they go into the swamps and the swamps have mosquitoes and if it has a long tail, it could swat the mosquitoes with its tail. Okay. And leads it to chase away the, the mosquitoes. Okay.
1: How come it had, How come a
0: um, grasshopper has flexible antenna? Answers of afi because it lives amongst the Arabah, uh, the and by the arabah, the if they were hard ones. It would knock off the antenna of the grasshoppers. And then if you knock off the antenna, the grasshopper goes blind. That's like, I guess the eyes are at the end of the antenna. I'm assuming. If you're trying to blind the grasshopper, take off its antenna and then it will not be able to see. So if it's your job to make sure to blind blind your grasshoppers, that's a good way. says the how come the eyelids of roosters go from the bottom to up? Our eyelids, the bottom eyelid is fixed and the top eyelid is mobile. That's the one that closes. On roosters, it's the opposite. Why does Hashem make it that the bottom ones go up on the roosters? Says the the diary adafi, because it lives on boards, the ivri kitra mitivra, and if smoke would get in, it would get blind. So therefore, if, you, if it would close the top eyelid, it would trap the smoke in the eye and blind the rooster. And therefore, the bottom one closes to keep the smoke out of the eye. It seems like, since it's, on, it's in areas where there's smoke, I guess I guess they have fires in those areas, and there's smoke there. Dasha. Now, he's in this, now Zehra is going to ask him, what, what is the meaning behind the Aramaic names of things? My assumption with all these questions is that Aramaic is a language that's not just similar to Hebrew. It was holy and given; Torah was given. It. And therefore, every item that has a name in Aramaic, there's a reason why the name is called that. And Rabbi Zair is gonna ask Rabbi Yehuda the names of many different things and what the reasons are. Dasha, why is a door called Dasha? Derech Sham. Dasha is a conjunction of the way to go is there. That's the door. Darga, a, a step. Why is a step called a darga? Why derech Because that's the way to get to the roof. Darga, derech gad. Okay, beautiful. Mat kilota. This sauce. Why is it mat kilota? Matai Because if you eat it, you're wondering when does it finish matai tikhleda mat beta why is the house called a beta bo the oti be let's come sit in it beta bo ativ be beta Good. bikta a small house called a bikta cause ki akta cause it's like a, 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 it's like a, a a corner a small place kufta why is a In the article, it says the word mortar. A mortar is a, is a, uh, I don't know if you know, you ever seen on the, anyone know what a mortar is?
1: Sam, you know what it is? What is it? Mark? Isn't that one of those items that you use to like smash things up? Oh,
0: very good, Mark. Okay. So a mortar, that's, there's two things. Excuse me. There's a mortar and a pestle. So the mortar is the bottom thing that you put the drugs in, and the pestle is the thing you crush it with, right? You've seen it on a pharmacy. They show you the mortar and the pestle that the old pharmacists used to use to crush the herbs to make your uh, to make your medicines. Okay. So a mortar. Okay. They used to have a big mortar. Why was it called that? A mortar is a kufta, because Kuf turn it over and sit. It seems like people used to turn them over and use them as seats. So I guess that's why it's called a kufta. Livni, why are bricks called livni? Because libnebini, because bricks last for a very long time and your grandchildren can still use what you build with bricks. Hutza, why is a fence called hutza? Chatita, because you use it as a chatita. As a as a mechitza. hatsba. Why is a barrel called a hatsba? because you um, you chisel water out of a river with a barrel. That's how. You, that's why it's called hatsba. is chiseling. Okay. Kuza, Why is a small little jug called a kuza Kaze, because it's a small thing like this. Shituta. Why is a hadas called a shituta? Because they used to use hadasim to dance in front of the chatan and kalah. And a chatan and kalah used to dance very funny in front of them to make them happy. And therefore you look like a fool with a hadas. That's why a hadas is called a shituta because you dance like a fool. Mishilka. why is a wash basin or washing machine called it Mashi kula because it washes everything. Mishia. Right. Asita, why is uh why is the hand one called asita, the mortar? Because kharisa, cause it's missing its pestle. Bukhna, why is the pestle called a buchna? Bovakena. Buchna means come and hit. That's what it is. Bo bo, kana. bo kana. Come and hit. Because you always hit the spices with it. Okay. Now, levusha. Why is your your coat called a levusha? Lobusha, because when you have it, you're not, you're not embarrassed to so three coats. Glima, why is why is the coat called a glima? said because when you're wearing it, it's very wide, and you look like you can't see the guy's shape. Gulta, why is a cape called a gulta? v'otiv. because when you sit down. You, you pick up the cape and therefore Galay you reveal yourself before you put it down. Puraya, why is a bed called a Puraya? because you end up with more children after with a bed. Bor zikna, why is a bor called zikna? Bor uh, zenaki, if you have a empty water pit, so it's called bor zenaki meaning, this, this, um, this bar is missing all its water. Sudra, why is it? A handkerchief called a sudra. Sod Hashem This is the handkerchief that only rabbis would wear. So it's, it stands for Hashem's secret is for those who fear the rabbis. That's a sudra. Sod Hashem laid A Pada, a palace called a padda, because this is the door that everyone has to go through to get their laws. Tanur Rabbanan. there are three things. Cause The older they get, the stronger they are. Some meaning these three things have no old age. The older they get, the stronger they get. Ve'elohen, fish. The other thing is an old fish that's weak. The older they get, the stronger they get. Nahash, snakes. Snakes, an older snake doesn't get weaker. And Khazir and pigs. These three things do not um have old age to them. Okay. Shemen la such eva katan. Okay, we're back to the Mishnah. We're now at the two dots. Shemen k'deh such eva katan. Okay, we're about eight lines in the bottom, last one on the line.
1: You with me, Carl? Good. Okay.
0: Excellent. says the Gemana. i read the Bayer of Yanai. They said in the Bayer of Yanai. Ben Yomo. When we said that the Shemin is to has to be enough to oil how much oil shaman if you take out enough to anoint one limb, what limb are we talking about? Whose limb is the limb of an Ogbil Is the limb of a of a regular linebacker or the limb of a baby? So the Bayer of Yanai, they said the smallest limb of a one-day-old baby. Okay? That's, the, that's what Rav is saying. So that's a very, very strict. Rav is extremely strict. He's saying that if you carry enough oil, that's enough to anoint one baby finger, you're ready. That's May TV has the question it says if you take that shaman, it's ever katan Sounds like two different things. Either a small limb or a baby My love, let's assume ever katan it's the smallest limb of an adult. Or the gadol katan or largest limb of a baby. We're not the smallest limb of a baby. Right? Rav Yana had said the smallest limb of a baby. This writer, since it mentions two things, the big limb and the small limb, it sounds like the big limb, it doesn't mention big limb, it mentions either a baby or Eberkatan. So it sounds like Eberkatan is only an adult and not a baby. And probably a baby is the biggest limb, we're assuming. And therefore it's a question of Rav Yana. how could Rav Yana say it's the smallest limb of a baby but what do you mean? It looks like it's the biggest limb of a baby. This brighter, uh, with me, earth? Good. Says the Gemara, Amrilach the Bay Rabbi Yannai. Rabbi want to the question? Lo, Hachi Kamar. This is what the brighty means. Shemen Kedina Tzuch Ever Katan Shel benyomo. Don't read it, two things. It's one thing. Ever Katan Shel Katan Ben Yomo. Not Vekatan Ben Yomo. Shel Katan Ben Okay. Let's see. Lema Let's assume that this statement of our mishnah ever katan shall katan ben is actually mm-hmm. ba'chol katanib. Why? It says in the Brachta, Shem and kidev la'suk ever katan sh- v'katan ve- ve- ben yomah. Tivle so Rabbi Shimon now so Rosh is saying ever the other I was saying, Let's assume this is the argument. He holds it's this, according to Shema, it's the small slim of, of a baby. And Ratan And he holds like we thought, Ratan says that it's either one of the two, either the small slim of an adult or the biggest slim of a baby. And that's not. But if you take the smallest limb of a baby, then Rebbe will say you're not a you're a So you see some of the little bit of a child in Rebbe Natan? No, no. Everyone agrees that if you take out the smallest limb of a baby, you're a patur, right? Vileta di And no one's home like Rabyana. Vihakabhakabligi. And here they argue about the following case. Rashpa Sabad Rashimazad holds Eva Katan Digadol V Eve Gadol Dikatan Minimobrikatadinu. Rashba holds that the two Shirim are the same. A large limb of a baby is the same size as a small limb of an adult, especially since adult skin. Need more moisturizers because they're drier than baby skins, which are always soft. They always say soft as a baby skin, so it needs less moisturizers. So even though you might be doing. I don't know what's going on. Can you still hear me, guys? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. So even though even though you're using a bigger limb, but since it's since it's um. Since it's more moisture, so it you need less for the for the leg of a of a of a baby than you need for the the pinky of a uh, adult. Okay, and he's so Rashba is holding the same shiur. gadolin, the smallest of a gadol yes. ben yamodo. If you take it enough to do that, you're not patur. And he holds that the bigger one is the gadol. The small of them are a little bigger, and the other times disagreeing. Okay, but no one agrees, but no one says that the katan is chayav. So this is my hamila. Which one's right? Tashma, we'll learn it brighter. Itanya, vashba umed, shemer, kideh l'asuch ever katan katan yomor. So you see that it is right, like a Geronite, that it's actually the small limb of a baby. of a baby, And that's how we hold. Small limb of a baby. Chayav the strictest opinion. Okay. Guys, we're at the two dots for Mayim. Mayim, how much water do you have to take out? It says to the Gemara, it's follows. Mayim, kidei lashok pehem ete tibor. He said in how much water? The amount of water that it takes to wet an eye plaster. People used to take plaster, put a liquid in to make it moist, and use it to cover their eye if they have something wrong with their eye. So, how much water? That's how much water you have to take out in order to use to reconstitute the plaster and make it wet You put it on your eye. Amr Abaya Abaya says, Mehdi, call me to the shikha below azra maran batat the de kula. Meaning, let's say you have a liquid that has two uses. One use is a common use, and the other use is a less common use. the chafamim will go with the common use, even though we're being lenient, will go with the common use to make you chayav on Shabbat, only for the common use, okay. But if shichah but if the two uses are both common, then Azra the Sheikha, the the Chachani will have to be strict and follow the stricter one. Okay? So basically, if there's two ways to use this liquid, we always go with the stricter one, unless the stricter one is not common. It's not something that's usually done. Then we go with the lenient one. Okay? So how do we see that? Ya'in, when it comes to wine, Tiato Sheikha, People mostly use wine for drinking and not for refua. As the to the So the rabbis follow the drinking, which is more common, even though the kula, even though it's a kula. Of course, uh, because you need less wine if you want to heal yourself. You need more wine to drink. When the rabbis follow drinking, they're being lenient. They're saying that if you carry the amount of wine out that is enough to cure yourself, you patour. But still, we can go with that because, after all, drinking is much more common than rifuah, and therefore we'll go with the drinking The kula. Is that clear, Carl? Yeah. Another case, chalad, if you have milk, achilato, refiat, People drink milk all the time. They don't use it for healing. And therefore, again, the rabbis go with the eating, which is more common, even though you could carry out less milk and do it for fuah, you still patur. Dvash, when it comes to honey, people use it for eating. People also use it for fua. Azar, so the rabbis were strict and they followed the healing. That's why we told you that even enough honey to put on the head of your boil is enough. Head of a boil is a tiny dot of honey. If we were to go with eating, it would have been a teaspoon of honey or more. But the rabbis are strict since both things are common. People use honey and people use, uh, people use honey for the fu'ah and they also consume it as well. The rabbis have to be strict and they go to the khura. They're putting on the tip of the boil. So far, so clear? So that's yes. that's all the setup for the coming question. Says the Gibala. Elamaim. What about water? Welcome, Ben. And Harry. Shtiato the Fuato When it comes to water, drinking is common. And the the fact that people put it in their uh, plaster of the eye, which is what the Mishnah says, the shiura plaster, is not so common. Why did the rabbis follow the fu'an being strict? person drinks, when you drink water, you need a nice amount of water. And when you put it in a plaster, it's much less. The rabbi said, already from the plaster. How come so little drinking is much more common than putting in the plastic your eye? Good. The question is mm-hmm. set up clearly. We saw by Khalav. We saw by Devash. We saw the same rule by everything. And now when it comes to May, if it's not fitting. Says the Gemara. Amara Says the Bayer. Big Galilah We're talking about people from the Galil. Ah, that explains things. You think we're talking about regular rich guys? Nah. We're talking about guys from the Galil. And since the people in the Galil are very poor, they can't afford using milk or wine. Even though milk and wine might work better, they use water. And therefore, for them, it's also shiach to use cluster. And therefore, the rabbis restrict the Galil that you go with the, think, was the over there. We're talking about that. That's the answer of Abaya to our question. Ravah has his own answer. Ravah says, I don't have to say that our Mishnah is only talking about people from the Galil. Nah, I'll give a much better answer. I don't want to restrict our Mishnah to be only a case of guys in a certain geographical area. Rather than I'll say the following, Okay, so according to Shmuel, Shmuel says that any liquid you put in a plaster will work good for your eye, but it causes that you can't see for a while. You have temporary vision impairments for the fact that you use other liquids. But you use maya, if you use water, in the plaster, it's a thin liquid, and it does not cause temporary vision loss. And therefore, since water is the best thing to put on the plaster, therefore the rabbis go with that over your eyes. Okay? Beautiful. Says the Mishnah. Mishad. Called mashkin, but the beit. the two dots here. The rest of the mashkin we said was a beit. Says the Gemara. Dam, if you have water, I'm sorry, dam, blood. We call me mashkin, and any type of liquid, but the beit has to be the beit. Rashbam said, dam, take the blood out. It's the blood that you would use to cure one eye. Seems like if a guy had a problem with his eye, you might put some blood on your eye to cure it. She the If you have a speck coming out of your eye, my son the other day had a thing coming out of his eye. We had to send it to a special eye specialist, take it out. It's very, very painful. If we had known this Gemara, we could have just put the blood on his eye. It would have gone away. By the way, they they won't let you come for the appointment unless you have a mask and you're you next to anyone with symptoms. Otherwise, they don't want to go next to your eye. They don't want to get sick. Umayinu, what type of blood do you put on your eye? To take care of it. Down by the the bara, from a wild rooster, a wild not rooster is a male. Wild Tanigolta, a wild hen. Wild hen blood is good for the eye. That you can take off the speck. He says, to put on one eye. Why? If a guy has cataracts, an older person has cataracts, which messes around with your vision in old age, you put blood and it takes it away. Remind you what kind of blood? The blood of a mole, the blood of a little um, furry mold. Okay. Right, right. This this blood is directly on the eye, or just like over the eye skin. Uh, Irving, don't try this at home. I do not know how to apply the blood. Rather, right, we have, can make a lot of money. I, I I cannot tell you. It sounds like you're asking for details, and you know some with cataracts. I would recommend using an ophthalmologist for now. Uh, a lot of these things, you have to know how to use them. I don't know. <laughs> Not clear the if we could still use any of these cures in the Gemara. Some say we can, some say we can't. And even if we do, we have to know how to use them. The ones that say we can't use them now, they say, that's because nowadays we don't know how to use them. And if we use them wrong and it doesn't work, well, people are going to develop less respect for the Gemara. So you can ask me details. I can tell where you're going. I would recommend an ophthalmologist. If you need a recommendation, let me know. says the Gemara, the siman What's the siman? That we have to remember which one's which. If you, again, if you have a thing sticking out of your eye, we said you need a wild rooster. And if you have cataracts, we told you you need a mole. What's the simon to remember which one's which in case Irving has to keep it in track for, you know, to. This guy's got the speck, this guy's got the cataracts, he doesn't want, he doesn't want to mess up, put the rooster on the wrong guy. What do you do? Says the girl. Gava, the gava, bada, the bara. Li, bara. The inside for the inside, the outside for the outside. So the rooster is an outside animal. It's a wild rooster. Use that one for the thing outside the eye, the speck outside the eye. Cataract is inside the eye. Use the mole, which is inside the house, for the blood of the mole for what's inside the eye. You got that, Dr. you? OK, good. When were these words said? When did we say this thing? Now we're going back to how much you have to take out. So we said, it needs to be a eat, right? So it says to him, when did we say be it? That's the guy who's taking something out of it into the it. But if you're a guy who's storing this stuff, then it's less than a rivit. If you're a guy who's storing something, then even less than the shirin'i, the This shiurim of all these things are a guy who's storing. But if you're taking it out, then you only khayav and So all these other shiurim that we said, like honey to put on the tip of your sore, that's only, according to Rav Shimon, these are only if a guy is storing them. But if a guy is just carrying them out, then you have a Levi'it of Dvash. So the big, big difference between Tanakama and Levi Shimon. According to Levi Shimon, according to Tanakama, tana we the strictest of the stricts. We're even stricter than than uh, a Levi'it. It's a culture, if you're a Matzniya. Everyone agrees that Matsniya is stricter than Motsi. The guy who's hiding it, who's storing the stuff, is stricter than the guy who's just carrying the stuff. But Tanakama says that our whole Mishnah with the leniencies are only for motzis, but not matzias. And the Shimon says that the Mishnah with its strictnesses are for the motzi and for the matzniyah. But the motzi, you can be more lenient. So it's one side to the other. Okay? Then, otherwise, you're not going to be eat. He says, you always get a eat So according to one rabbi, you can get a eat of dvash. A is is three ounces of dvash before you have, according to Bishimon. If you're just moti. And according to, according to uh, Tarakama, you need a dot that goes on the tip of your sword. Big, big difference. Amar Mohon. Let's clarify the brighter. Remember, moti, Koshu, which right now the one says, what's the difference between a moti and a matzniya? Atu matzniya, la motihu. Even the guy who's putting it away, he's got to carry it out to be Chayav. What do you mean he's the put away guy? Why are you calling a guy a put away guy? He's not just putting it away, he's putting it away and carrying it, right? So what's the case? Amar Abbaiya. A says, Hacha the Maya Skinan, Mithalmi Chamala Bo, Lech upanadi Makum, the okay yeah I have a table that was dirty and the rabbi told the student clear the table so we could eat on the table. Some things don't change by the way. you know you think 2,000 years ago it's the same thing as now your mother says clear the table so we can go eat. We can't eat on this table right And Gabriel Danaim, same thing clear the table so we can eat right Maybe we don't live to eat on dirty tables. no way you have to clean the tables like the same as now everything's the same. The only difference is what we use, but every people and the way they act and the way they talk, everything is the same. That's a klaal gadol. People are the same now as they were 3,000 years ago. Okay? Lechu panami hava koma Sudah. Go and clear the suda. Halachu panalo. He goes to clear it out. Devan chashub lakol. If the guy clears that, takes it to sudabim. And he looks something that's chashub for everybody. Chayavavavah. Of course you're for it. Devan shayavah chashub no one cares about it. And it depends. If his master would store it away. So then, and if not, if the master wouldn't store it away, so when the, the student carries it out, the student is a mozi. The rabbi is a masniya. Okay? So if the rabbi is a masnia, then the other that. guy
1: can be chayav. That's what we're saying now. So let's see what Rashi says about this. Rashi
0: explains, according to Tanakama, he says the Motzi is a guy who only wants to
1: take out an item that wasn't taken away, that wasn't being stored. Okay.
0: But if you took out an item which was already stored the guy, if the, if the master already stored a little bit of dvash to, to put on top of the, on the tip of the thing, then you'd be chaya okay okay he said in the Brayta the hachamim agree to shimon that when you take out water that's garbage water to bishimon Less than three ounces, you're not chayav. Ask the Gemara, why would anyone need garbage water? Anything you take out has to be used for something. If it's garbage water, what, what's it ever used for? No one ever uses garbage water. Rabbi says, like a bail boy to teach people, didn't waste water at all in the old days when you didn't have running water. Everything you used. Use used it for a purpose. So what do you use wastewater for? If somebody, guys went to the bathroom in the water, what are you going to do with the water? Answer, they use it to make clay. So if, you, if you're mixing bricks, you could use this water to make clay. Okay? So it sounds like it's going to be... How much clay do you have to carry out to be chayav on Shabbat? Enough clay to make the opening, the mouth of a uh, an oven. Now, the mouth of an oven takes less than the veat. So, if if you're telling me that what they do with it is make uh, make clay, but clay you need you need much less than the veat to make the clay for an oven. Okay. location, not a question. When we said you have to take it enough to make the entrance of a, the, the opening of a oven, that's only if you already have the clay made, Yani. If I have a big bucket of clay, how much clay of that do I have to carry out? That's enough, a small amount enough to make the opening of, a, of an oven. But if you're first making the clay, no one makes that little clay. It doesn't pay to bother and get dirty for that little clay. Then you need it if you eat. But if you already have clay, how much clay do you have to take out? That's the small amount to cover the mouth of an oven. Is that clear? Awesome. Okay, brand new Mishnah. says the Mishnah as follows: If a guy is carrying a rope, how much rope do you have to carry out to be chayav? laasot ozen In order to make a handle for a basket. People used to have a basket, and they put rope handles on both sides to carry the basket. How much rope you put in the basket? That's how much you be chayav. Gemi, be taking out reeds, he did a sort to the up of a cover in order to make a handle, a loop for a sifter. Without man told me According to him you used to use it as a measuring to measure the size for shoes of your kid. So according to him, how much do you need of this uh, grass in order to measure your kid for shoes? Okay Niar paper. Paper is to write a receipt for the tax collectors. If you take out a, 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 the receipt of a, of a tax collector, you if you have erased paper, paper that someone wrote on and then erased, which you can't write anything else on it anymore, you need enough to wrap it around the mouth of a of a flask of oil. So people used to save this paper, even though it's not good for writing, it's good for covering up your jugs. Or what about leather? Enough to make a kamiya to wear. Okay. Cloth. To, what about cloth? Enough to write the shortest parasha of Yotipinim. And what's that? What's the shortest parasha? Enough ink to write two letters. Very, very little ink. Only enough to write two letters. Kachol. Kachol is what they call eye shadow. call eye shadow in order to do one eye. Debek, glue, to put it on the top of the board to stick it to another board. Zefet gofit, tar or sulfur, to make a hole, shava, wax, then to put it on the opening of a hole to stuff up a hole. Charsit. Charsit, is crushed brick. They use it to make a opening for gold, for a gold oven. Not, not an oven made out of gold, an oven made to melt gold. Okay? now, enough to make a tripod. They used to use crushed brick to make a tripod because it does, nothing happens to it in the heat. Subin, bran, they used to put bran on the cover of a of, of a gold oven in order to keep the heat in. In order to melt the gold, you need a lot of heat. They used to put bran on top, which would insulate the whole thing to keep the heat inside, okay? Seed, lime. To put it on, on a small girl. It seems like girls would put lime on their fingers, Uh, the same way women nowadays will put wax on themselves to take off hair in unwanted places. In the older days, they would put lime on their skin and that would take off all the hair. Even nowadays, uh, those um, certain people have trouble shaving. They have a shaving cream that takes off the hair. They put a little lime in it. But you can't put it on your whole body at one time Put it only on your parts of your beard, and it takes off your beard in a way that's a very, very good shave. You buy it in Walgreens; they use lime in it. It's called something. I forgot what it's called. Okay. Nair. No, nair. Nair is used for ladies for their legs. This is made special for beards for men, and it works very, very well. It gives you much better shave than you could get with a kosher, uh, kosher shaver. However, you can only use it once a week. If, if the name comes to me, I'll tell you where, where it is. tell you what it is. Seed. Um, to put it on a small girl. You know, to you know make a kalkul for the hair of the temples. You know, to smear on, spear on your anpuni, which is your forehead. Okay. What's the Gemara? It says the Gemara. Oh, it's late. What time did we start? Around now? Is it an hour? Fifty-five. Okay. Give me, give me the morning at fifty-nine. Okay. It says, Why do we say the rope is only if you make a big thing, which is a handle for a basket? We could have said also like a kavra, like we said by the way to make it. A loop for a sleeve, which is much smaller. Why are we so lenient and say you have to be as big as a handle for a basket? Since if you would use it as a sifter, it would cut into a rope is very strong, and it would cut into the sifter. Therefore, law of inchi people don't use it for rope, and therefore we don't use it. That we use the bigger shiur. Hutsin, hutsin are. put in the branches, okay? You have to do it to make a handle for a basket made out of uh, palm branches, palm bark. Sieve, sieve is, the, is like the the netting that comes on the palm trees. Some say, you used to put it on the mouth of the funnel, to help it, in order to filter the wine. If you have wine that has dregs in it, they used to put this pine um, pine um, stuff over it, over the funnel to catch the stuff in it. levav is a certain type of oil that's not fit for smearing. You put it under a wafer, so, in order to make sure it doesn't stick to the pan, you wait when you make wafers, you used to put grease under it to make sure it doesn't stick to the pan. That's how much you need. Okay. The kamshulah kesela. How big is the wafer? The size of a sella coin. I thought we said the size of a dry fig. Idi Dry figs and a sela are the same size. Okay. Says How much kain do you have to take out to be in order to make a small cotton ball. Goes the size of a nut. Some of the, our cotton balls that they serve now, that you buy in the store now, also around that size. Interesting. Size, even that stays the same. We said the Mishnah, how much paper? In order to write a receipt, we said, for the IRS. Says the Gemara,
1: Kama
0: How big is a tax collector's receipt? Two Greek letters. Now the Greek letters are bigger than the Hebrew letters. So we're telling you the size of a tax collector's receipt. A Yechayah paper is two Greek letters. If you're a mean a contradiction, how can it be? It says in the right, if you take out blank paper, Says you can write two letters, and it doesn't say Greek letters, it says regular letters. But it just says two letters. Probably means regular letters, which is a steer to one says two Greek letters. Amr Shishat. Shishat gives the first answer. He says, When we said two letters, we didn't mean two Hebrew letters. We meant two Greek letters, like the tax collectors write. Raba Amar, No, it means our letters. Ubet Yainu Kesh which means the following. He says, it means you need the place to write two letters, but you can't just have letters, you have to be able to hold it someplace. So the two places to write two letters, plus the place to hold together is the size of a receipt. Two Hebrew letters, plus the place to hold is the size of two Greek letters, which comes out
1: to be a receipt anyway. So it's all the same. Good. Metivi, we have a contradiction. I think we should stop here. Let's stop with the contradiction.
0: Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Rabbi. Shavua Tov.
1: Shavua Tov. Shavua Take, Take care, everyone. Everyone.